Welcome to episode 491 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or if you listen on the Trouble Minds Radio Network. KUAP, Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear uh, replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. And as always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, uh, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station as you hear them there with all the music and everything. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and um, rate and review the podcast on your platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books. You can check out over on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page where I'll be posting content whenever I can. And I have one episode there already. And uh, you can get all of that content by joining any of the membership tiers. And if you'd just like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through either either PayPal or Venmo. And uh, I will um, I, I appreciate that. Help is always um, appreciated and never expected. But there are uh, expenses in making these shows, from equipment to uh, research, research materials to travel expenses, uh, as I will be going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this November 4th and 5th. That's a Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and that's going to be at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And I'll be going there to make recordings of myself and anyone else who wants to join me. Uh, just audio recordings uh, talking about all things paranormal. And then uh, I will uh, play those recordings on future shows once I get back home. So I uh, think that covers all of that. We're getting closer to that event, so... Um, I'll give you all details as to my schedule for shows before and after uh, as we get a little bit closer once we get to that last week or so. And uh, But I will be doing uh, six shows per week all the way through until Halloween. And uh, so that is the plan. And uh, getting uh, close in a couple weeks here, not even two weeks, a week and a half, we'll be at episode 500. So um, starting the countdown to that. So anyway, uh, getting on to the uh, material here I have for tonight, and uh, we'll get started on this. Let's see here. So this one says, this just happened about 30 minutes ago. I saw a bright light in the woods behind my house. This has happened on multiple occasions this year. The light 
is not a torch or flashlight and is much brighter, stationary, and alternates between uh, dim and bright every three to four seconds. I went outside for a cigarette at 2 a.m. despite some drizzle and fog. I felt compelled to go outside even though it's not a usual uh, smoking spot. And that is when I saw the light. It was the biggest and brightest one yet. It was football sized in, in the woods. I decided to investigate its source and went into the woods. The light immediately vanished. I climbed to the other side of the valley, but couldn't find the light again. But I did see a white shape on a tree stump. It turned out to be a small white owl, possibly a barn owl. The owl stared at me briefly and then silently flew off. I wonder if the light is from a house behind the woods or a wildlife camera. Was this paranormal or just a strange series of coincidences? And that's where the story ends. Uh, if it was just the light itself and there was nothing else in that story, maybe I could agree with that idea that it was just a camera of some kind. But I've heard that one part where they mentioned they felt compelled to go outside. I've heard that in so many stories. And, and then having them see something like that, see that light after they, 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 um, or when they're inside, but they can see it. I guess they mean they could see it from inside. But um, being compelled to go out there to check it out and then having it appear and then, and then vanish once they got close to it, uh, that in and of itself is amazing. Uh, and then having the owl be there right where the light was at is also amazing. It's It's sort of... I wonder, in a way, if that was a real or regular owl that was there, or if it had something to do with the light. Um, just the imagery is because is, I've heard stories of people who have had a strange paranormal, a lot of times UFO or alien, whatever aliens are, alien experiences um, connected with owl sightings, either before or after or during. Um, I've heard of that. I've heard of strange synchronicities with, with owls and these other kinds of events. So I don't know. Um, I guess it is possible that all that could be coincidences, but it seems like a lot of them. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, so I don't know. I, I have a feeling there was something going on there. What it was, I have no idea. But between feeling compelled to investigate and then having the owl be right where the light w was seen and also having that the drizzling and the fog you have water you have fog so many stories um out there not all of them by any means but so many stories there's again 
sort of like the owl, there's there's uh, a fog or a mist associated with the experience, either um, seeing or, or uh, seeing the fog or, or mist before or during or after a paranormal experience. That is another thing that is odd. So you have all these little things that are sort of um, going on besides the obvious in the way, besides the light itself, besides the, the bright, shiny object there or just the light of whatever it was um to me i don't know for sure but it seems like there was something going on there so i'm glad that nothing else happened i'm wondering <clears throat> excuse me i'm wondering if the light ever came back uh for the writer obviously when they wrote that that down they said it was 30 minutes before they'd written it down so um, I'd, I'd be curious to know if anything else ever happened in the area, if the light ever came back or not. Um, I'd be curious about other experiences if there were any. So, but so really amazing story there. I, I just really wonder, uh, what all those things mean when they're all together like that. That is quite the the um, the set of experiences there, a set of details there in that one experience. So, moving on to the next story. Let's see here. Okay, so this one says, I worked at a place with paranormal activity during my teenage years. Objects in the workplace would not move as one would expect, as in flying across the room like in movies. Instead, they would be one place at one moment and then another in the next. In other words, this was not common spirit activity that I had heard of before. I was in a photo studio with two rooms separated by a door. I saw the props in one room would, uh, would change when I moved between the rooms. Backdrops in the room, uh, the rooms would also change on their own. One time, while making a customer's passport pictures, something odd happened. We took 12 pictures of the person, but in pictures 8 through 10, the person was nowhere to be found in the image. The last two images were normal, with the person sitting there. Uh, where they had been at the start of the session. The manager confirmed the place was haunted, but said the activity seemed to increase during my time there. Has anyone else had similar experiences? I've looked around online, but haven't found very many stories like mine. And that's where that one ends. And uh, yeah, that's, um, that's accurate. I haven't I haven't heard too many like theirs either, where you, you have objects that they see in one room one minute and then they they go to the next room and they're in there in that next room the next minute. That's basically what I'm getting from that story. And then having the um, having someone be sitting there in the picture, and then there for the first seven pictures, fine, fine, all the way through seven, fine, and then picture number eight, gone. Nine, gone. Ten, gone. Eleven, there. Twelve, there. 
And yeah, that, that's just, it sounds almost like you're some kind of a um, reality alternate dimension kind of maybe even parallel dimension kind of stuff possibly, or the objects really are moving around somehow, but instantaneously teleporting. Yeah. Rohan and chat. Hello there, Rohan. Also, hello, Lily. Lily, I saw you there too. Rohan says, sounds like teleporting type stuff and messing with cameras, maybe aliens. Yeah. It's, yeah. Possibly portals. Maybe that story. I could not believe that's, I mean, I can't believe, but I could not, I have rarely heard of, I've heard of one object. Usually it's just one object in a place. Um, or at least one every so often that is sort of being moved around or vanishing and reappearing. I've heard of maybe even two, but it sounds like there's multiples going on there and just constantly. And so I really wonder... So I wonder about also the kinds of cameras they were using. And then you have lenses. You have you have uh, basically these uh, these windows in a way, or these these mirrors uh, that are used for these different things. I wonder if uh, if there's something to do with the location, and then also the equipment. And then maybe even also the person in the story, they mentioned that their boss said that there was more activity when the writer of that story was there. So um, I don't know, but that's quite the amount of activity. And then, yeah, those, those pictures, that is also amazing. It's not like it was blurry. They didn't say it was the, those middle pictures were blurry or couldn't make out what it was or um, nothing like that. Just They just said that the the person in the shot was just not there. And, uh, yeah, portal, uh, picture, yeah, portals and pictures. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, I really wonder, I wish they could have, uh, asked the, the person that was in those, that was, um, having their picture taken all those times. I wish there was a way to interview that person about those, those moments those three moments where those, when those particular images were being captured, I wish you could talk to them and ask, you know, at, did you feel strange at any point in this, during this series of pictures that were taken? Did you have, did you see or hear anything or notice anything weird? Uh, because, again, and it may be something that happened, especially, I, I don't know how quickly the, the pictures were being taken, but so yeah, that's that, that story brings up all kinds of questions there, and I really, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing. I haven't heard one quite with that much going on in, in one location as often like that in a little while, and especially that that kind of activity. Uh, it's it's really a lot. So let's see here. Um, wow. So. Uh, let me see here. Rohan says, my sister sisters used to have a haunted phone taking freaky pictures. Huh. Yeah, that may be something to do a show on it, so or look into more at some point. Pictures and or cameras and the paranormal. Not just in sort of the idea of the traditional sense of like hoaxes and all those. I mean, obviously that stuff does exist. But the idea of the paranormal interacting with the parts of a camera and what that would look like what that would do. Um, I think that could be a fun one to look into. So, um, 
but yeah, that's all I can think of to for that story. Just uh, other than the fact that my mind has sort of been blown away by this one. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, moving on to the next story, since I can't think of anything else to say about that one. Um, I, remember, I do remember finding that one and, and thinking, I can't wait till I can share this one because that's that's one of those that really did surprise me. Um, let's see here. Let me make sure I'm at the right spot. Okay, yep. So this one says, this happened almost a year ago. One day I used a specific, a certain uh, hot pink towel for a shower. I left the, the towel on the closed toilet seat lid after using it. I went to my room, got dressed, and returned to the bathroom. But I couldn't find the towel. I checked my room but couldn't find, couldn't find it there either. I asked my mom if she had seen her move the towel, but she hadn't left her room. We were the only two people living in the house at the time. I spent around 10 minutes searching for the towel. Eventually, I found it folded with the other towels in the closet, completely dry, as if I had never used it. I was sober and remember clearly leaving the towel on the toilet seat lid before leaving the bathroom. And that's where that story ends. Funny how that's sort of similar to the last one, except it's just this one time. So whereas weird stuff was happening constantly in this this uh, photo studio, you just have this one towel in this one situation in this place, in this one house. Their home. Uh, and it sounds like, I don't know, sort of reversal of time in a way, or a reversal of a state of an object. Um, I wonder how much time went by exactly. If the writer, maybe there was some different weird time stuff going on there that the writer didn't notice because they were busy. Um, but that is amazing. That's, that seems like what they're saying is they used the towel and it was wet and then it vanished and then reappeared in the closet where it had been before they had used it as if they had never used it. So I don't know what that one, some of these, I wonder if it's sort of people traveling between just slightly different uh, alternate universes of some kind, alternate timelines of some kind. Um, I know that may seem like a huge jump, but to me, I don't know, not so much. Maybe it's because of my own experiences and dreams with that kind of thing, where I had dreams of being in other timelines. Um, but, and then with that, that photography place, I wonder if the, the writer, and my mind keeps going back to that story, so I'm sorry, but it kind of does connect. Uh, if the writer was somehow jumping between, again, jumping between timelines there, universes there. Um, and that's why the the, the backdrops or the, the objects seem to be in one place at one moment and then another place another moment. Maybe they were. Uh, or maybe they, they weren't. It was two separate objects. And again, if the person was traveling somehow or even just seeing into these other places somehow, then they were really looking at separate objects 
So that's uh, I don't know, but I wonder about that. So there's so much I don't I don't think we really know, and I think the nature of the universe and or multiverse is one thing we don't really know for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised if there are a lot more people out there who have had similar experiences, whether it's in dreams or or not, with what they what seems like to them to be uh, other versions of reality where it's just a little bit different. So, but, um, but yeah, so I guess that's where I'll leave that story. I did, would like to get through one more story here before uh, we end up here for the night. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wonder about that. How much is related to time, but also just beyond that, how much is related to just other universes, other versions of reality that are just not that much different. So, and sorry about the heater sound there. If you heard that, that's my heater. Uh, got a new thermostat and it makes different noises. So that's always fun. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, that's why I'm just, my mind is stuck on those couple of stories there. But anyway, getting to this story here and then we'll probably be done for the night. This one says, I know I live in the Northern Appalachian mountains, Appalachian. I'm not sure how you say that exactly. This happened while I was in middle school. My friends and I loved to explore the woods and build forts there. One day we discovered a stone wall in the woods. We followed the wall and found a cabin with a blue tarp on its roof. We decided not to investigate immediately, but we returned the next day with more friends and followed the same cobblestone wall to the same spot. The cabin had completely vanished, leaving no traces or disturbances in the ground. Unable to figure out what had happened, we all agreed to never visit that area again. We still hardly ever talk about it to this day. And that's where that story ends. And, um, I had forgotten or I hadn't even thought about it at the time, maybe when I was finding these stories, but that's amazing. That's sort of three stories that you could almost say are similar in their in different ways. Uh but there that's just really um amazing. And I've heard similar stories. I'm sure others have too, if you've looked into any of this at all. There's stories of places that um appear to be one way, one time, and then you go back there, and then it's different. And uh, as many as there are people, yeah, as far as different realities go, yeah, that's possible. Really, there, yeah. But um, in the chat, but yeah. So I wonder if they if they somehow found a way into the past, or even I know a lot of people when they think they hear these stories, I think a lot of people automatically figure it must they must have it must have been an experience with. Somewhere, some place that was there in the past, but I don't really know. I don't think we can know that for sure. What if, in some cases, it's not the past; it's the future? Uh, or again, going back to the idea that's sort of been popping up on the show tonight. Didn't plan on this. I just put the stories together, put the stories in the the list, the document as I find them. Um, what if it was some kind of alternate parallel reality thing? So. 
And, uh, and that's why there is no signs of even the foundation of the cabin on the ground, on, on the forest floor. But um, that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all in the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.